This is a Maitreyan sanctuary service for inner divine communion, led by Maitreya, the friend of all souls. You will hear the sacred Maitreyan chants and songs for inner divine communion, and Maitreya will speak about letting go of ego and replacing it with the sacred flame of God. If you would like the guidebook that outlines the steps of the meditation, which Maitreyans call Inner Divine Communion, you can download a PDF copy at www.maitreyathefriend.com. Today is the 28th day of Wisdom 59 AF Joy Day. This is a basic run-through of our gathering for Inner Divine Communion. We will not be doing the blessings of water and fire today because this is just a basic run through okay enjoy the day
my God, my God, my beloved, my beloved, my one true self, my one true self. I surrender completely unto thee. I surrender completely unto thee. Restore thy authority. Restore thy authority. Manifest thy presence within this little self. Manifest thy presence within this little self. Until it has become one with thee. Until it has become one with thee. Shining forth with thy own clear light. Shining forth with thy own clear light. Let me know this moment my oneness with thee. Let me know this moment my oneness with thee. The one thing I lack. The one thing I lack. Through which all else is made perfect. Through which all else is made perfect. Heal the division in me. Heal the division in me. That I may know thy oneness in all this that is. That I may know thy oneness in all this that is. Consume this little self in the sacred fire of thy presence. Consume this little self in the sacred fire of thy presence. That I may find my way through the ordeal. That I may find my way through the ordeal. And be liberated from it. And be liberated from it. Realizing my oneness with thee. Realizing my oneness with thee. From the unreal, lead me to the real. From the unreal, lead me to the real. From darkness, lead me to the light. From darkness, lead me to the light. From division, lead me to wholeness. From division, lead me to wholeness. From the temporary, lead me to the eternal. From the temporary, lead me to the eternal. From death, lead me to immortality. From death, lead me to immortality. O beloved universal God, O beloved universal God, I would be one with thee fully this moment. I would be one with thee fully this moment. Make my doing one with my speech. Make my doing one with my speech. Make my speech one with my mind. Make my speech one with my mind. Make my mind one with my heart. Make my mind one with my heart. Make my heart one with my will. Make my heart one with my will. And my will one with thy will. And my will, one with thy will. Shatter this prison of false self. Shatter this prison of false self. And absorb me. And absorb me. And absorb me. In the ocean of your infinite divine being. In the ocean of your infinite divine being. As a drop of water in the sea. As a drop of water in the sea. That I shall know without doubt or reservation. That I shall know without doubt or reservation. That you and I are not we, but one. That you and I are not we, but one. For thou art my only true self. For thou art my only true self. Majestic. Majestic. Splendorous. Splendorous. Immortal. Immortal. There is no I but thee. There is no I but thee. So be it with me. So be it with me. Om Soham Tatwamasi. Om Soham Tatwamasi. Om, I am that thou art. Om, I am that thou art. Om Jay Bhagawanji. Om Jay Bhagawanji. Victory to God the Beloved. Victory to God the Beloved. That beloved universal I am that I am, which you are. That beloved universal I am that I am, which you are. Form inner divine communion. That blessed state in which we enter into the secret inner sanctuaries of our hearts and immerse ourselves in the divine ocean of Parakra's perfect universal spirit therein. And for a time, leave this world behind and commune with Parakra. This is like stepping through a door into a new world. 
I'd like you to think that off to the right of the door there's a big box. Call it a trash can, if you will. But at least a box. And that box is for you to park all of your feelings, your animosities, your prejudices, your grudges, your uh, faults, your, your unhappiness, everything that, that plagues you. I want you to park them in that box on the way in. Just toss them in there. Don't worry, when you come back out, you can pick them up if you want to. God only knows why you'd want to pick them up, but you will. It's our nature. You see, we identify ourselves by our pain and our unhappiness. Very few people identify themselves with their happiness. And they're fortunate indeed. Most people identify themselves with their losses, their pain, their unhappiness, their traumas, and things of that sort. So for a time, for the time of this inner divine communion, I want you to put those things in that box before you step through that door. When we start to chant the Holy Dharma Mantra, Jay Bhagwanji, and you begin to enter into the secret inner sanctuary of your heart, it's like they used to tell the cowboys in the old days when they'd go to churches, park your hardware in this, park your guns in this box. You can pick them up and put them back on when you come out. But for the time of the service, I want you to leave those guns outside. Same thing here. When you enter into the secret inner sanctuary of your heart, don't take all your garbage with you. Just leave it outside. This is not a, a demand. I don't want you to try. I don't want you to strain. I don't want you to uh, come to me and say, oh, I can't do it. I've tried so hard. Just, just do it. You've seen that bumper sticker on the back of cars before. Just do it. Well, you just do it. And what you can't leave there, you'll take with you. And what you can, you will. But at least you make the effort to take these things with you, or not to take these things with you, then you may leave a few of them outside. And you may find a new world. A world that is free of those things. Because unless you're dealing with real injustice on a, on a social scale, a worldwide scale, or something of that sort, most, if not all, of the the hurts and the feelings and the animosities and the prejudices and the biases and the, the grudges that you have are nothing but sheer egotism. Just sheer egotism. And it can lead to terrible consequences. And it does. Most of the murders that happen in this country or around the world if they're not gang-related and some sort of retributive uh, violence, come purely out of egotism. They come purely out of the ego. You offended me, therefore we must duel and one of us must die. Is that nuts? Is that wacko? Now, if it was you've taken food, you're taking the food from my family's mouths and we have to fight over it so that my family can live, we can understand that. But this business of, of putting the ego on a pedestal. See this pedestal up here? It's mm -hmm. got a marble top. This is where the central flame, the central sacred flame of our religion sits when it is lit up. You put your ego on that pedestal. And that's nine-tenths of your problem in the world, is that you put your ego on that pedestal. 
Put this central sacred flame on the pedestal of your life. Put God on the central, on this pedestal, in, in the center of your life. Get that ego out of there. I'm not saying that you should be a, a person who's walked on like a doormat or anything else. You should keep your dignity. Don't let anybody take your sovereignty away from you or your dignity. But most of it doesn't have anything to do with that. Most of it has to do with little slights, little little, little tiny bites that, that you feel, and they become a big deal. Why? Because, because of this ego. This ego rages, rages. And for what? When it's all over and you look back on it, you go, why the heck did I do that? Why the heck? We had a big road, road rage thing yesterday. I was pulling out of a Best Buy uh, parking lot. And uh, the guy was like two-thirds of a block behind us. And I happened to get in his lane. His lane. This is my lane, brother. That's my lane. You get in my lane. I don't care if you're four miles up. It's my lane. Well, this guy went wacko. And he jammed on it. He put the pedal to the metal and came racing up behind us, almost rear-ended us, and then stopped short of that and pulled out around us, screaming and yelling with his face red because I was in his lane, uh, three-quarters of a block ahead. Now, I don't know what was behind that. He had reasons. I'm sure he had reasons. Maybe he's just got divorced. Maybe his son was giving him a bad time. He had his son, 14, 15-year-old kid in the car. I don't know what the reasons are, but the reasons weren't good enough. Because, you see, I could have been one of those, to, to him, I could have been one of those guys that was packing a 45 semi-automatic in the car. <clears throat> and when we stopped to see what his problem was, he lurched through the window and grabbed the passenger's, uh, woman passenger's arm and started twisting it. If I had been some of those guys, some of those uh, 30,000 gangbangers in L.A. County, I'll, and I put that gun out and put a bullet through his head, his son would have grown up without a father. For what? For what? It's ego. It's pure egotism. Pure destructive egotism. That's all. That's all. And that's what's at the root of it. So, when you enter into the secret inner sanctuary of your heart, for God's sake, park your hardware outside. Park your garbage outside. Don't worry, it'll come back to you when you come back. But maybe you'll be a little bit better able to just differentiate between yourself and that. Or this. Remember, the, in the East they have a saying, Nyeti, 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 Iti. Nyeti. Not this, not this, not this, but that am I. And it's about time that you found that out. That's what I came back here. That's what I sacrificed perfect final union with God twice and made my vow of compassion to bring back to you is personal eyewitness testimony that you are not this or this or this, but you are that. And that is none other than Paratpura, the one universal God of all creation. That's what you are. And I also came back and made my vow of compassion that I would never again enter into perfect final union with God until I'd seen every last soul in creation home into perfect final union with him before me. And for that, God made a new covenant with all souls, that whoever would receive my holy initiation and follow me to the end of his or her life, God would give that soul 
the very perfect final union with him that I sacrificed for all souls. And that soul will go home into God as a drop of water going home into the sea becomes the sea and be free forever. Absolutely, totally, perfectly free forever. You want to sacrifice that for your ego? I hope not. I hope not. But the ego is a monster. Once you're inside of it, you can't see anything else. My dearly beloved mentor, Henry D. Frazier, was once asked a challenge on a television program to say whether the universe is infinite or finite. His answer to the guy who was trying to trap him was, if you're inside of it, it's infinite, and when you're outside of it, it's finite. <laughs> the same with the ego. When you're in it, you're blinded by it. You've got to step outside of it. So when you do inner divine communion, don't just do it as an ego. Don't just do it as egotism. Do it as divine spirit. Do it as divine spirit. And leave your hardware outside for the time of your inner divine communion. See, I was going to call it meditation, but it's really inner divine communion. And if you do that, then every time you perform inner divine communion, you will get a little stronger, a little more centered as what you are, which is perfect, which is pure divine universal spirit living in this world as a soul and a mind, a mind and a body. But if you just do inner divine communion as a, as a sort of a dumb, dumb meditation, you cheat yourself of that. So we're going to begin. Uh, who's going to establish us in the two rules? We begin by establishing the two rules. And these are really the only two rules you need if you follow them faithfully. You won't. But I want to say something. This is so important. And it needs to be said. The only thing that I or God demand of you I'm letting that sink in. The only thing that I or God demand of you is that you will do all you can the very best you can. Now let's think about that for a second. You know, there are people who say, well, you've got to follow the Ten Commandments. If you don't follow the Ten Commandments, you're going to hell. Hmm. You look at those and you say, well, nobody can follow those Ten Commandments. Nobody can follow those Ten Commandments. Well, they say, except Jesus. Well, we don't know about that because we weren't there and it's been heavily filtered through 2,000 years of experience and perversion and contortions and uh, revisions by emperors and kings and other people. But we do know this, that God will... God is, a, is a, not a rational God by our standards, but God is a just God. How unjust would it be for God to make you unable to fulfill his commandments and then punish you in hell for all eternity if you didn't? And people say, well, yeah, but that's why Jesus came. That's why he sent Jesus. What you mean God made a mistake? So let's see. The, the human race is something like, what they say, about a billion years old, maybe 100,000 years old or so. So for the first... Uh, you know, 80,000 years, all those people died and went to hell because they couldn't follow God's demands. 
The very God that made them so that they couldn't follow his demands? Does that sound like a reasonable God? Does that sound like a just God? No, it isn't. And it isn't the way God works. What God does demand out of you, and I do too, if you're on my train and you join me and you follow me, I demand that you do all that you can, the best that you can. Now, what's all you can? What, what is all you can? You know, you are single. You uh, are free. You live in your apartment by yourself. You have your own car. Uh, nobody's got, a, got a, a chain around your neck. And so you, you can go out if you want to and spend every waking minute that you're not working doing God's religion. God's eternal universal religion, can't you? Yeah. This person over here is married, got five kids, works two jobs. That person can't do what the single person can do. It's not possible. Not without, without violating the very basics and the precepts of, of what I teach, which is that you have to keep your duties to your family, to your, to your uh, children, to your society, to your neighborhood, but also to your religion. So for you, who have five children, all that you can do may be an hour a week. Maybe just be an hour a week. This person over here, though, is spending, you know, 20 hours a week in the bar, getting drunk. That's not all you can do. That's not all you can do. So that's the way God judges us. Do, are you doing all that you can do? And then the best, the very best that you can do it. How often do you do something the very best you can do it? Most people do that maybe one-tenth of their entire lifetime, if that. Maybe a hundredth. Usually we do what we have to do to get just squeak by. That's a squeak. We squeak by. So this is the way God judges his creation, and this is the way we should judge one another. Are you doing, the very, are you doing all that you can do the best you can do? Now... It's hard because somebody can come along and say, you're not doing all you can do, the best you can do. And that might be a good reminder. That might be an admonishment. That might be a, a valid criticism. So we can't say, nobody can tell you that you're not doing the best you can do. But you have to be your own judge and jury. And you can fool yourself. I gotta be in the bar 20 hours a week drinking. I can't, I, don't, I only got 15 minutes to go out and do this religion. You can fool yourself. You can fool your, your brother and sister, my trans. You can fool me sometimes. You can fool some of the people all of the time and all of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all of the time. And one thing's for sure you can't fool God. God will know whether you're really doing all you can do. And God will know whether you're doing it the best you can do it, the very best you can do it. And that's how he's going to judge you. That's how he's going to judge you. And that's how you should judge one another. Now, he knows more than you. Like I said, you can fool one another. Sometimes you can even fool me. Not very often, to tell you the truth. Even when you think you're fooling me, usually I know what you're doing. But ultimately, it's not me that's going to judge you. And it's not your brother and sister, my trans, that are going to judge you. Although they may question you, it's going to be God that's going to judge you. And so, 
when you leave this world and it's time for you to either go over the path of the Son and enter into perfect final union with God because of this new covenant that he's given you or go over the path of the moon and be born into this world of suffering, sorrow, misery, death and rebirth again through woman it's not going to be a situation like where you can go in and argue. You don't argue with God. Believe me, I've been in perfect final union with him. You don't argue with God. He may give you the choice. He gave me the choice whether to come back here or not. But you don't argue with God. If he says, you didn't do the best you could, and you didn't do all you could, you, you tried to skate, you're done. You don't want that to happen. So I want you to take this into inner divine communion now and seriously absorb it and consider it. These are my words, my trail, the friend of all souls. This is the truth. And someone establishes in the two rules. Love the one universal God with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your spirit. Love yourself and one another even as you love God. And accept, love, and revere all of God's prophets, saints, Buddhas, saviors, and avatars alike without being bound to accept what's been said or written about them. Jai Bhagavanji. Jai Bhagavanji. Determine that you will seek, find, and live by the inner divine inspiration, insight, guidance, and revelation of the one universal God and the friend and the counsel of your own true and essential conscience within the secret inner sanctuary of your heart, according to my one instruction in all things great and small. Jay Bhagavan. Jay Bhagavan. Jay Bhagavan. Oh my God, I surrender to thee all my actions and results that will be. Take what you will, return the rest unto me to help me rescue humanity. Jai Bhagavanji. Unreal, lead me to the real. 
service of God and my trail, the friend of all souls. Jay Bhagavanji. Bhagavan 
leave behind a religion that will take over the world, not by force or threat or coercion or intimidation or inducement or bribery, but by the sheer force of God's pure divine truth alone. But we must leave behind a religion that will take over the world and save the Yeah. 
My Treya, the friend of all souls. To find out more or to come to one of my Treya's classes or sanctuary meetings, call 310-540-6044 or go to www.maitreyathefriend.com. Maitreya, the friend of all souls, is Universal God's awakened one, bringer of the Holy Satya Yuga, whom Universal God has ordained to end the age of spiritual ignorance and bring forth the age of divine pure truth on earth. Out of his universal love and compassion, the friend sacrificed perfect final union with the universal God for the sake of all souls for all time. In reward for his supreme sacrifice, universal God has promised that all who receive the enlightenment of the friend's holy initiation and follow him to the end of their lives shall attain self-realization and receive the supreme gift of perfect final union that he sacrificed for their sake. Accept my trade of the friend of all souls and follow him. For your liberation from suffering, sorrow, and death, and the survival of humanity. This talk and all of its parts is copyright 59 AF, year 2010, Maitreya, the friend of all souls. All rights are reserved. No part of this talk may be duplicated or reproduced without the express written permission of Maitreya, the friend of all souls. Om Jai Bhagwanji. Jai Bhagwanji.